Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Now, as accountants and finance professionals, we're expected to have great attention to the detail that goes with the area when we're looking at the numbers, right? And it's a big part of our training, but what if uh, we are paying attention to the wrong things and so limiting actually our ability to make a meaningful impact at work and in effect holding ourselves back from having more rewarding and successful careers in finance? I mean, a couple of recent conversations I've been having with aspiring finance professionals got me thinking about an experiment some of you might have heard of, you know, the invisible gorilla. And for those of you that have not seen or heard about the experiment, there were some researchers who played a video for some unsuspecting viewers and invited them to count how many times a basketball uh, was being passed between players. And halfway through, a person in a gorilla costume walks through the middle of the players even gives a little dance and what the researchers discovered was that even though most of the people who watched the video were able to count how many times a basketball was passed 40 percent of them failed to see the person in the gorilla suit at all they didn't even know the per the, per the gorilla walked across in between all the basketball players now psychologists have termed this phenomenon inattention blindness or perceptual bias which is an important impact for financials who are constantly focusing on the details and the numbers because those of us who fail to see something right in front of us whilst we're focusing on something else have a lower what they call working memory capacity that is our ability to focus attention when and where needed and on more than one thing at a time which means it all becomes impaired now i don't want to wish to cause alarm working memory capacity is not our long-term memory like remembering the facts the dates or our training you know instead it's the amount of information we can process in our working memory at one time um, the tasks we're dealing with right at the moment those type of things like trying to solve or reconcile an account or remembering to update a financial model in a particular area now however even though we should not be too alarmed the phenomenon is still important for us to be concerned about because if we're so busy focusing on the details and the numbers in front of us uh, many of us may actually fail to notice the broader implications of what we're looking at to add value or reduce the risk for not only our organization but also for our careers and i've seen this pattern repeat or play out in the number of bright finance professionals and highly capable professionals who range from the experienced who say they're frustrated that their careers aren't progressing as fast as they'd hoped perhaps they're going sideways or they've stalled uh, all the way down to the analysts and associates who are worried about job and career security as cognitive computing technologies get even better and start doing more of their workload so what can we do well uh, sometimes knowing what not to do is actually as powerful as knowing what to do. So first, don't keep worrying about looking out for the unexpected. You'd only drive yourself mad. And uh, secondly, there was actually a follow-up experiment called Monkey Business, which found that even when we know that uh, when we're doing a, pa a task, there might be some unexpected things happening, uh, that doesn't suddenly mean that we're going to notice those unexpected things. Instead, we should probably take a bit of a judo approach and turn this attention inattention weakness or blindness um, that a lot of us actually are susceptible to into a strength like by that i mean if we invest the time now after you know listening to this podcast to write out what our ideal job outcomes look like and every day we look at that list 
and I, I mean I've been doing this for years right we'll then start finding our attention tuned into those things that we we enjoy most but also the things that add value because if we don't have anything in that ideal job description that's going to add value uh, then it's not really going to go anywhere. So what you need is to have a job description that's got areas where if you do them, you'll not only enjoy them, but offer some value back to the business. It's a two-way win-win. So that means when we're looking, going through the details of the numbers, we're then constantly looking out for ways to add value, not only for our organizations, but for our own careers. And that's a very sustainable way for us to develop, but also for the benefit of our organizations too. And it does come in back to the sort of, finding win-wins i mean you know if you're working late at night at period end period end or quarter end you know they're a drag so be on the lookout for opportunities to reduce the time it takes we've had podcast guests on the show that have actually uh, how do you say described how they've improved their their month ends and quarter end time frame so they could go on and do more valuable things and those sort of win-wins i've been touching about or mentioning is you know, whether it's the promotion or the ability to work in a new business area or an opportunity uh, to get better at compliance or controllership activities or get involved in uh, near the front lines, uh, being more on the commercial deal making side of things. You know, the thing is, we've the skills across our profession and what we've learned to actually figure out, well, financially anyway, you know, what our organizations get in return for our salaries, our roles, the tasks we do. So, you know, for whatever you're looking to achieve, put yourself out there and know what opportunities you need to be paying out your attention for. You know, I'll give you some practical examples and ideas to do this in an old Monday memo, uh, number 11, on how you can evaluate your impact and results with a career bone diagram. You know, and that's also why we invite finance guest mentors onto the Strength in the Numbers show because they share with you their hard-won lessons, their stories that they've experienced when they've been trying to drive value in their organizations, how they've had those uh, career journeys, the bits they enjoyed and perhaps didn't enjoy so much, and the benefit of putting all their training into practice, becoming more influential, solving meaningful problems and helping their businesses, uh, departments, other departments even, create more value for their organizations so look i hope you enjoyed this episode if you did please let your friends and your colleagues know about it we're on all the major platforms itunes stitcher and soundcloud and look thanks for investing your time with us today really appreciate it and until next time take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers